It's a new Creed song. Um, we are back. Patrick, how are you doing? Doing fantastic. And Great, the song is trees. even better. So go. <laughs> oh, no, I was just complimenting the song. Yeah, no, I hadn't heard I hadn't heard the new Creed yet, and yeah. that was that was on point. No, it's a, it's a I, I believe what they call it is that new fire. Mm. Yeah. So nice. Uh, we, we we decided to put you on that. <laughs> yeah, I can feel from here. We got a great episode. As always, we're going to talk about the comeback season, uh, a little bit of Big Rick energy. We're going to revisit that. And then we'll also, <clears throat> let me take a sip of water before I do this. We also talk about the legitimacy of voting, uh, of someone who was voted out on date eight winning the game of Survivor, where the main goal is to not get voted out, especially on date eight. But first, new fan of the pod, Patrick. Want to uh, learn everyone about the new, newest fan of the pod? Sure thing, man. I found a, uh, I found a Survivor in the wild. Ran into War Dog at the uh, the bungalow, which is a. <laughs> That's the name int- of the bar. Yeah, it's like it's legitimately like a bungalow in Santa Monica. Crowd's pretty douchey. Everything's overpriced. It's really crowded. It's not a fun place for me, at least. You know, approaching thirty and engaged, but <laughs> it was cool to see him. Uh, I was I was trying to sneak on by. You know, I'm pretty shy in those situations. And then uh, Katie, my fiance, just started chanting War Dog, and so we had a little conversation with him. Well, after buying beer, so you can have any beer you want. Yeah, he chose a Corona. So he's a he's good good friend of the pod. Always, uh, I shouldn't say always cool to meet a survivor. That was the first one I met. Um, oh right, I believe you saw James Lynn on a plane once, didn't you? We were, yeah. And I tried to I tried to chase him down. Uh, I think that's the first time that James Lynn has been chased when he wasn't aside from when he was in a race uh, for the cross country team at Harvard. <laughs> um, probably, probably. Love that war dog um, story. That is KJ yes. in a nutshell. So that's oh yeah. That's really exciting to hear that she hasn't changed at all uh, <laughs> since the last time I spoke to her, like last week. And normally, I'm not a fan of uh, of nuking potential sponsors and just blowing them up on air, uh, like you just did with the bungalow. But I'm on the website, and I can safely say, "Fuck that place." Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Also, I'm cool with it because it sounds like we might have an in with Corona now after that after that nice uh, that nice read by you. So, Corona, it's sponsored by John Gruden. Find your beach. Oh, there you go. Thank you. Yeah. Find your beach, indeed. Pat, the episode started, and we had the four remaining castaways, uh, five remaining castaways, thank you, Devin, uh, joined by the 11 potential jury members, and the 11 potential jury members were participating in a challenge to get back into the game, and it was a good challenge. Yeah, it was it was one of those challenges that, uh, you know, I don't know how they continually craft these challenges there. But uh, to get back into the game, I think it had all the bits. It was multi, multi-dimensional, multi-layered. Some things were just about how quick you could do things. Your finger dexterity, untying some knots. I would suck <laughs> right. at that. But uh, it's it's an equalizer challenge, right? Anybody could do it, um, except for Reem. But anybody, and oddly <laughs> Aubrey, Aubrey was really hung up on that. But yeah, well, um, it was a uh, it was an awesome competition, really fun, and um, yeah. Chris coming out with a win. We had like three different people who we thought were going to win at, at any point in time between Aurora, uh, Joe, and and Chris. Yeah, and even uh, even Eric was looking like a little bit of a dark horse there for a minute. Oh, that's right. Yeah, there I was. Saw, um, I saw a great tweet that I align with where it's like, really, someone's going to tell me that Eric and Chris aren't the same person, <laughs> dude. Right. I. Well, another uh, another thing to to really encapsulate Katie. She picked one of she picked uh, Eric thinking it was Chris. <laughs> She that's who she thought she picked. She thought she picked the winner, but she picked uh, Eric and um will not be winning the game. But yeah. but yeah, they're they're spitting images of each other. Not really, but um 
in terms of in terms of just looking at the show, they like right. if if either one of them came back into the game, would the game have been different? I don't think so. Yeah. Who uh, who did you want to get back into the game? The I, I wanted I wanted David the most. I think that's what I said before mm-hmm. on the last episode. Just because knowing that he was going to have to play at the bottom and Rick was kind of already on the bottom, just getting the two of them back together. That, I think that for me that would have been most enjoyable. Once the challenge kind of started, I was rooting for Joe. Yes. Yeah, uh, why? I was gonna say I did not I pick know. him, but when when I saw saw him going, it was like it's it's that old thing we always talk about. It's like skill acknowledging skill. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you just you just want to be out there. Um, and as a competitor, I I I knew it was gonna hurt him the most, or that I, I was gonna care that it hurt him the most to not get in the game. I think. Yeah, and he was, um, and I think Wentworth afterwards. Just kind of um, she when when she was talking after the challenge about what Survivor meant to her and why she kept coming back, she said, "You know, I've done everything there is to do uh, except win, and like that's just what I keep coming back." And they cut to Joe, and like that just cut right through him. Oh yeah, I know. so <laughs> and I think that's a that's a perfect encapsulation of both their games. It's almost it's almost like a desperate game, and I don't I don't think that they really did anything wrong this season. Like I I think that if they weren't returning players, the both of them would have had. A much different arc in this game, David probably too. Uh, but you know that's that's kind of that's the target you place on your own back if you're if you're going back as a returning player with not all returning players. Yeah, hundred percent. I um I totally agree. Uh, I, I was I was super rooting for Joe. I was like devastated. It was a devastating episode. I mean, like in terms of uh, just a fan of individual players rooting for uh, people who I wanted to to win, people who I like. It's weird to like care about someone, but you watch Wentworth play like three seasons. You, you kind of like you, you understand her and what she's about, right? Uh, and she's always been fun. So like wanting her to to potentially make it back in, um, yeah. And know, her link up with about. Lauren, yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. Yeah, yeah. I know that would have been the most interesting dynamic, like having com- someone who had more recently been voted out coming back in because it's sort of like those ties are still, or, or sorry, those wounds are still sort of raw right. for, for everyone. So I thought that would have been more interesting, but. Alas, Chris gets back into the yeah. game, uh, and we can sort of get to the point uh, in the episode where we unpack how he played and, and uh, the efficacy of his game, and if he if he deserved to end up winning. Um, but Chris gets back in. I think good point in the conversation to kind of shift to Rick and, mm-hmm. and how that started to impact Rick's game, and how Rick was able to almost eventually over overcome all of it and just a nod again skill acknowledging skill just just a nod to to mr devins um and how he was able to play play the game uh what were your thoughts on his game uh you know during the last episode i thought he did it i thought he did nearly everything he needed to do um and it, he, he's gonna go down i think in in the categories of like best best games ever that didn't make it to the end, because um, I think he, like when he came back at the merge, um, he was playing, he was playing against the against the against the current every single week, every single episode, and he didn't just survive. He made very impressive moves, very deliberate moves. Found I I, I can't even count how many idols he ended up finding in the end. Uh, truly, um, Did you got have a problem two- with that. With, with how easily he seemed to find idols? Yeah. Uh, I mean, I don't know. Like, what, what kind of square footage are we talking about when they're searching? And they have all day? Right. Like, it might not be, like, maybe put them a little further away or, you know, not all in the trees. But so, I think that that's, that's kind of part of the modern day survivor is those idols are very much in play. And 
you know, I think you just I I'm just come to accept it whether I whether I really like it or not. Yeah, hundred percent. Shockingly to me, uh, there there seemed to be a bit of a narrative about Rick being handed these idols, and I I get like when there's more idols in the game, some people don't like that. That's fine. We're all entitled to our own opinions on that. But the thing, the reason that I don't begrudge Rick is, you know, showing people searching for idols is sort of like inherently boring if they don't end up finding it or if there's not like a a chase for it. It's just someone like looking at a tree. Right. So I I mean, I don't think they were going to ever go into like exhaustive detail as to how much time Rick spent looking for an idol. But they did go into pretty good detail around how much the other people weren't looking for them. Mm-hmm. And even to the point where Rick was giving confessionals about like, are these people crazy? Like I keep finding these things. And um, so, so I don't begrudge him because everyone else had the same opportunity to do that. And him either a being better at it, not, not his fault or B being the only person who was like grinding hard enough to do it because everyone else just assumes, Oh, well he can't find another one. I can't, right. how can you begrudge him that either? Yeah, yeah, it's a, it's a, it's just a ridiculous line of thinking. They're like, okay, this guy, that basically to think that Rick won't find another one, therefore I don't need to look. Um, you can say I don't need to look because you think it's a fruitless effort and a waste of your your energy. Like I, I don't, I might not agree, but I could understand the logic. You know, it's it's going to be very tough to find an idol, but at that point, that's the guy you need to get out of the game, right. and he is, he's just outworking people. That's what he's doing. He's just outworking people at camp. And it, and it paid off. The only idol that I would say was like a little bit sus was the um, the very last one. It looked Super like it was sus. just like right off the path. There was like <laughs> three people there. Like I'm I'm not convinced in that scenario there wasn't just a cameraman just like focused on that tree. This everyone was right there. Uh, okay. But no, I mean I, I think you just got to give Rick, Rick credit. And I don't know what else. I, I really don't know what else you can do. Um, yeah, I, again, I think it. It I just, is. There's made like the point a, that they weren't looking, but what are they going to do if they can't find it? Right. There's a certain point of like blaming someone for playing the game, and unless you think that like the producers of Survivor are hiding them so that Rick will find them, like in places that only Rick would find them or whatever, I mean, I don't know what to tell you. Right. And if you think that, <laughs> I, don't, like, I don't get a life. Like I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Got a um, got a bridge in Brooklyn. I can sell you, partner. Yeah. Right. So I have a few points on Rick's game that I thought yes. we could hit on. And they sort yes, of let's do it. It was a fun touch. game. Fun game. Yeah, yeah. And they sort of, t- like, throughout the last episode, and they, and they sort of touch into other people. Um, but maybe, well, whatever. We, we let the conversation go where it goes. Uh, Rick loses an immunity challenge to Julie. The, the immunity challenge where Chris openly started helping Julie at the end of it. Wasn't Rick that a, was, I believe that was a reward. Or was it a immunity? I think it was both. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, that was that was an interesting one. And he's just openly like very upset with uh, Chris afterwards. I guess I guess we can start to shift to talk about Chris because what did you think of Chris doing that? Because for me, it seemed like a pretty transparent uh, way for him to ingratiate himself with other people in the game. Yeah, I mean, I think it was, I think it was a move that he was like, okay, I can try to make Rick be the bad guy here and I'm going to take it because I have very, very few options. So I can't knock him on the effort of making the move agree entirely. It was not cloaked in any, in any sort of way. Um, I've, I've never really, I don't see the end game in rooting for somebody else in a challenge. 
you know, I mean, I, I mean, I okay, I see the end game. I just don't. I just think it's it's kind of like a, a tactless thing to do. I don't know how right. you feel about it, but well, for, everyone's out there competing for themselves, and then you know. Yeah, I mean, I think you've seen a number of crazy things happen that like you you, you should never give up. But for uh, uh, from like a Rick perspective, I actually like kind of love that he like got pissy about it. Yeah, little because, little like, fire. Yeah, like what a Herm Edwards man you play to win the game like like right. keep it up like let's go um and and obviously it like directly directly impacted Rick so uh, yeah. a little bit of a bummer but obviously he's got like 27 idols in his pocket so at do the you end think of the that's day, a do you think that's an unspoken an unspoken rule of survivor that you shouldn't be helping where are you in the book wall show Walter morality scale here um Yeah, I'm a hypocrite. I would probably help someone else if I thought I was porked. Right. So you I'm probably, cool with it. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. I don't. I don't know that I would. I don't know that I'd also get like as mad as Evans got. Right. Or, or like I might have been a little more tactful about it. Like Chris was like, "Yeah, come on, Jules, come on, Jules," and I would have been like, uh, "Left hand, right finger." Yeah. I tried he- to do a twister thing there, and I don't think you ever put your left hand on your right finger and twister. Left hand, right finger. Yeah, no, it's Which all about that. It's like re- left hand, green, two. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. Two hands on green. Are you not familiar with Twister? I am in an interesting shape right now, Devin, so I'd appreciate it if you could <laughs> put me back to center. Yeah, uh, hands on keyboard. I don't know, whatever. Just sit yep. up very patch. Okay, we're good. Um, great. Uh, and, and Rick Devin's big big demise was uh, big demise was the fire making challenge and i think that's sort of a good place to talk about rick and start to kick off our our larger chris conversation uh my first question would be how upset were you when rick devins was was eliminated from from the game of survivor um i was i was pretty upset i was pretty upset um i i would have loved a final tribal because if he made it to final tribal it is one of the most clear-cut winners I've ever seen, I think. Um, you know, the only case you could make against him if he makes it to final tribals is that he was voted out of the game. And clearly that wasn't going to be <laughs> a metric that impacted Rick if it didn't impact Chris. But man, it was, it was, it was, because it was, I, I think it was, it's a game that we so, so rarely see. When somebody has to run the gauntlet, they fall. They fall usually within a couple of tribals. Uh, Rick ran the gauntlet from the merge to the very, very end. Uh, finding idols, winning immunity challenges, uh, playing fake idols, uh, making fake idols for other people, swinging votes he had no business swinging. It was, it was a balls to the wall game that he played, and it would have made the sweetest winner. Um, I was also a little bummed that they put the fire making contest in a place where no one could see. I thought that was yeah. a little whack. Yeah, I know. I, it's like one of those things where, like, what are you gonna do? I guess. Although it's 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 a TV show, so I guess they could have like waited. But yeah, um, yeah, that was a bit of a bummer. And like War Dog, War Dog's narrative, fan of the pod, uh, was I thought really great because he was like, "Oh no, it's over," and he was like, "Oh, I don't know." <laughs> <laughs> Uh, he was. I wish I just had a camera like trained on him the whole entire time. Like, give me picture in picture with just war dog cam in the lower left. I wanted to red zone that shit. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it seemed in you could you could tell that it seemed like pretty much everybody, even the jury, uh, those who were visibly rooting, were rooting for Chris. There wasn't didn't seem to like be anybody who was upset that Devin's lost outside of Devin's. <laughs> yeah. Um, and maybe that's just like they you you want the craziest final tribal and. That's definitely the way to get there, to get Rick out of the picture. 
going into the tribal, I had, I, I was like, I don't know who's going to win. I really don't. I, I had no idea. Yeah. Um, and even even towards the end, I didn't think I was. It was really clear. Right. Um, actually, it did get spoiled for me. My oh. DVR bumped ahead. It was just. I don't want to get into it. But the um, the first thing I saw when I turned on Survivor was uh, Chris six votes, Gavin four, and I was like fuck, and then uh. missed the whole. And so I, it was it was it was a whole thing. But fuck um, TiVo. We don't need their sponsorship either. Yeah, yeah. That was um, actually Hulu live TV. Yeah, like not I TiVo. Said. Yes. Um, YouTube TV. <laughs> We're in the market. There we go. Um, but no, I, I don't know. How do you feel about it? I know you're a so big Devin fan. I was fan. pissed. I was pissed. How My pissed? shirt came off. I'm walking Shirt around. came off. Yeah. I don't, what I don't kind know of shirt? what to do with these emotions. Uh, what it kind was of just shirt? a t-shirt. Okay, okay, okay. Just a, probably just a white Hanes tee, cotton, all cotton, okay. 100%. Uh, Pop that sucker off, did some pacing. Honestly, I was probably like more visibly upset than, <laughs> than Devin's was. And I'm just thinking to myself again, like something we talked about before, like how are you not just screaming F at the top of your lungs when you when you get uh, eliminated in a way like that? Because it seemed like he was coming back. It was just a little, a little too little, too late. Um, but I mean, like a pleasure watching him play. I didn't hold the idol thing against him. I was hardcore rooting for him. Um, it's a bummer for him to go out. It's a bummer for him to go out. On, on like a personal, like emotional level, it's a bummer for him to go out against who he went out against and like in 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 what fashion um but it was good to see rick devins be rick devins um during the show but even after he got voted out doing his final little hit a little newscast which little was like send off yeah oh my god mildly tear jerking it's funny <laughs> like using survivor as a barometer for your own like maturity and like change and adulthood where it's like <laughs> i'm tearing up at that whereas like season one when susan's like i wouldn't give you a drop of water i was like Fuck yeah. <laughs> Screw we, Richard Hatch. He sucks. We want blood. Yeah. We want blood. Uh, no, I, I, I agree, man. He was he was all class. He was fun. He will 100% be back if he wants to be back. He'll be... He, he was a fan favorite. Played a crazy game. I'd like to see him... He, he mentioned the beginning of the, uh, the show, and I think that was cool about his arc, was um, that he he wanted to kind of play a game in the background, just be like one degree off of, off of the most threatening person in the game. And then always in the, just switch and switch and switch and switch and then win it in the end. Not at all bad. the game. Yeah. And then he ends up, yeah, being Ben. Like that was, I think that that was the, the, he, he almost lived that exact same arc that Ben lived, uh, <laughs> finding idols, winning immunities, losing that final immunity and then winning fire and then winning the game. Yeah. Uh, it's funny how like they're, they're both sort of, uh, they, they both, because I thought there was a lot of parallels between Ben uh, and and Rick's game. How how they seem to be, so, especially Ben, like a PTSD, you know, veteran. Oh yeah. Um, they seem to be not shut off, but like just a little more, like a little less like bravado to them, like in their day to day lives. Uh, and seeing them like gain confidence throughout the show and like having like little swaggery moments, like Rick with like the oh, but I will play this. Right. And stuff like that. Like a little cheese ball, but like it's sort of like I don't know, it's sort of like the popular kids like the geek one day and he like is just kinda like doesn't know what to do, so he acts a certain way. Like it was just funny <laughs> to see Rick like get you know, puff his chest out and stuff. So I hope yeah, it comes it, back, man. I hope it comes back. Yeah, and I I mean I do wanna um do wanna mention this because I know that there's some there's some people out there who I mean I, you can have your gripes with Chris winning. Um but in any other season outside of the past four seasons, I believe that they changed this intentionally to give Ben the same shot that they gave Rick. 
Rick is voted out at four. You know, he's just, he's done, right? He, he, like, there, there's no discussion about taking oh, right. him to the final three. And... And you know, so I've, I, there was there's a lot of there's a lot of talk on 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 the gram about how he was the true winner and he shouldn't have had to build fire this and that. The fire was his only chance in the end. Right. I mean, I think that as far as the mistakes that you can look back, if I'm Rick, is maybe giving Chris the idol, but giving the idol back. But I don't even think that's that big of a mistake, yeah. honestly. I really don't. Um, especially since he found a hidden meaning idol, he probably would have played it on Chris to vote out uh, Victoria anyway. Mm-hmm. I think, um, or or Lauren at that point. I'm forgetting who it was. Um, and then losing an immunity challenge, which, you know, you're not invincible, and not making fire fast enough. Right. So, I mean, he played about as good of a game as he could have played, but he's not the winner. And, he, and he, you know, he, he has to get to that final three to be the winner. And I I can't speak to much, how much I love this man's game, but I, I can't I can't take people going out there and saying he's the true winner. Someone else doesn't deserve to win. Every winner survivors had the same thing in common, is that they made it to final tribal. Right. And he couldn't do it. I so, think- you you know, it's I, that one's been eating at me, Dev, for two weeks now. I agree. I agree with a lot of it. And we should definitely keep this on Survivor. I just would yes. say that the interesting thing about that comment as well is that Twitter had like a lot not not entirely, but like a lot of like negative Rick energy. Where it really? seems like Instagram was positive. Yeah, it's sort of like the finding idols all the time. Stuff stuff that I disagreed with, but just an interesting look at those two platforms. <laughs> maybe we maybe we unpack that on a side so. Oh yeah, we oh we got a whole summer to kill. Yeah, we'll do a first side zone. Um, yeah, first side zone, love it. Interesting, interesting point uh, uh, all around. I, I, but I think it's a good it's a good time to uh, transition over to Chris and his game and everything that that sort of went into it. But I think like as a sort of starting off question, like a jumping off point for for getting into this and unpacking it, like your general thoughts on on Chris winning the game. Positive, uh, negative, happy, sad. Um, pretty neutral. Pretty neutral. I'm not upset about it. Um, I wasn't buzzing when he won. I thought of the final three in that final tribal. I think that you know he certainly made the case a good enough case for himself. In my eyes, that that he could have won, he probably would have gotten my vote. I don't know. What are your what, are your, what was your initial thoughts or your your broad strokes? Um, yeah. So I thought about it a bit. I think the best way I can sort of put it is that I hate everything like I like I thought about starting off the show just being like not doing we're back and just being like <laughs> <laughs> but I've sort of solidified my thoughts over the last like you know week and a half hopefully next season we don't have any sort of life-altering events to to postpone any of these sure. episodes getting posted but um I've refined my takes and I think I wouldn't say they are refined. I would say they're more refined. Uh, I think that I hate everything that led Chris, that allowed Chris to be able to win the game. I don't like that stuff, but I do not begrudge Christopher at all for winning the game. In fact, I think that sitting at the last tribal in a more calm space that I am now, I probably would have would have voted for Chris as well. Yeah, and I think it sounds to me like you're you're taking a little bit of the our, our newest fan war dogs approach here the the theme's not on trial so you know, so absolutely i thought that was very well said by him yeah he, it might have uh, won chris the game yeah he he, he tweeted that out uh did, did he say that to you in person he did not i didn't ask i was too starstruck the war dog got in my head man yo i mean when when he had a tank top on i imagine it was a um it was a black shirt i'd probably say 
a third of the way down the bicep, just Could like half the half the nest tattoo, tattoo. No. Oh, half, half, half of it, oh, half of okay. it, half of it. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. He just wanted you to ask, like, "Hey, what's that?" Enough to know it's dangerous, right? Yeah, oh, yeah. Um, so he tweeted that out. Um, the trials. The, the, sorry. The, 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 the. Can you say it for me? <laughs> the theme's not on trial. The theme is not on trial. Um, and I agree with that. And that was sort of the the, the jumping off point for for my my thoughts there. I think. There, the, the the main point that I kept coming back to was for when he got back into the game, regardless of whether you thought that was smart, stupid, whatever, when he got back into the game, what else could Chris have done better to win him the game? Nothing. The only thing, and it's such a nitpick because it, I mean, obviously it didn't matter, but didn't matter on like five different levels, was win that first immunity challenge. Right. Yeah, the, but I think that 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 um, him losing that challenge increased his re- resume because he survived effectively the one that he needed to survive right. through, uh, you know, wit and, with, and with, yeah, a savvy. I would even say two, but a savvy at least one uh, social social maneuver. So, okay, outwit, outplay for the immunity challenge, and I guess outlast Extinction Island. Yeah. So did he not like? Again, like, I mean, I, I would, I don't want to say fuck Chris, but like fuck Chris adjacent, whatever's next to that. Right. So, right. Um, right, right. No, right. love Reem. Love Reem. Um, he, uh, <laughs> like, like uh, I just have a hard time, like, really crucifying for him for, like, playing the game that was laid in front of him. It's the whole thing, like, you can't, like, the, like, the Bruins might win the Stanley Cup and they didn't have to play anyone that was better than a four seed. Damn, do I didn't not, know that. Do they not win the cup? Like, like if they win, and knock on wood, but like, do they? They still win it. Yeah, it's you not play their fault. Play. But Tampa yeah. shit, uh, crap their pants. You know what I mean? Oh, that's where we're drawing the line. Okay, good. No, um, no, it's <laughs> not. No, it's not. He, he, he. Yeah, he didn't. He didn't outline the scenario. Um, he was dealt adversity. He certainly outlasted. He was on Extinction Island with the exception of Reem, I believe, the longest because Keith was number two to go, and then he left. Yeah. So he was there for probably a month. Well, no, he's back in the game for you know six days or whatever. But you, you get the point. He was there for. He was voted you know, on day eight. Day eight, and so he probably came back like day thirty-four or five or some some yeah. shit like that. Uh, yeah, so I mean, he you you have to give him credit in that respect. And I think that the larger point here, and I do want to talk about Gavin's game briefly and Julie's too. I think I think we should pay pay attention to both of them. Just because totally. she didn't get a vote doesn't mean uh, we shouldn't talk about her. But I think the biggest thing here is there wasn't. There wasn't a, uh, a a clear and concise case to be made for either of the two people he was going up against. Mm-hmm. So that the, there was, a, he was in an area where it was up for grabs. It was up for grabs, and he he had the most, I guess, heroic story or easiest to explain story. I was voted out, survived extinction, came back, balled out. That's my story. Gavin had to do a little bit more nuance. Julie even more so. And that's an maybe it was just a more digestible story for the jury. Right. Maybe it was something easier for them to understand. I mean, uh, I also think there's a part of it. Like, I would be naive to not say that. Like, you live with these folks in a very low stakes environment for. I mean, how long? We just did the math. Whatever, twenty days that he was on Extinction Island. You would be naive to say that there weren't certain bonds formed there that probably benefited Chris in some way, shape, or form at the final final travel, right? I was going to ask you that question. I was going to ask you that question. I was going to say, what, like, how much of that vote do you attribute to his relationships with the people on Extinction? I think Reem, a hundred percent. Yeah. Um, other people, 
to a degree. Uh, but I think that understand, like being able to talk to a jury that was mostly Extinction Island people and mostly people who had been there for longer than a week or two, you could, you could say, I survived Extinction Island, and that was one of the hardest outlasting experiences that's ever happened in this game. And those people would say, you know what? He's not wrong. And, and I mean, Reem... Uh, you know, let everyone know how difficult it was every every second of every day. So, and she made her, it difficult. <laughs> her being there and making that connection with Chris, I think absolutely. Like she, Chris is really. I mean, Chris is really the only person over there that she knew, right? Even so, yeah. It just, I mean, I, there, True. Had, to be, there yeah. had to be more of that. Like there's... the other two were on comma. Right. She literally right. only watched them. Exactly. That's exactly. insane. That's Those a, were that's the a first crazy words point. She said to any of them. So. Um, yeah, I mean, I think, I think, I think it played in. I think it, it had to play in. Um, and I don't. Again, I, I mean, that's a point where like, like uh, all of Survivor is about the human element, really, right? And like that is a point where like, yep. you can't take that out. Like you can't. So like, uh, Chris was. It's what makes it? Thing. It's what makes it beautiful. Yeah, and it comes back to the same thing we were saying before. Like Chris was put in a situation and he made the best of it, and that was, uh, you know crucifying himself at extinction island but also like using his time there to make relationship build relationships with people and, and uh, early in the early in the season you saw him going out and fishing and, and giving those people food so i mean he, he was still playing the game over there again i wish rick won i do but um you know he, he was put in a situation he handled it the best way that he could uh my, my my i guess last question about chris and then we can dive into julian gab uh, do you think he wins if he, if say Rick still loses, but if he doesn't do the fire making competition, do you think he still wins? God, there's a reason you're the you're the you're the person that like guides this ship. Those are the two questions I was going to ask, and I was so proud of myself. Uh-huh. But I, I don't. I really don't. I think that it was close enough with Gavin, and and, and when we get into Gavin's game, I'll I'll touch on why. But I think Gavin probably steals it yeah. if he doesn't do that, especially because I think he's choosing Gavin to beat. Devin's in the fire making challenge. Right, right. Uh, if he does that, if he does that route, uh, and that would be, I think, the final. The, I think that that would be enough. The difference of who beating him enough to swing what was probably, if you probably swing two or three votes and you win it. So I, I would think that that would probably do it. Yeah, and I think these folks, like how the f- this is inside baseball and annoying. Sorry, but like how the uh, how the seasons were filmed, like when they were filmed, I. I feel like they... Oh, maybe not. I was going to say, I feel like they would have seen Dom and Dom not make that decision, but actually, I don't I don't think that's right. Um, but, you know, I mean, we've seen it before and we saw that if Dom goes head-to-head with Wendell and, and wins, he obviously wins that season. It's probably not yeah. close. Winner of that fire-making contest would have won the season. Exactly. So, you know, we've there, there's a certain level of precedent for this. I, 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 I mean, I agree. Um I think it was the thing that, that pushed him over the edge. And, and, I, and I, I think a lot of that's to do, and, and this is probably just a good transition to get into Gab, I think that's a lot to do also with like, Gab, in my opinion, like he had a good last tribal council. He had some a couple zingers. I thought he stood up for himself really well. He was able to explain some of the moves he made, and a lot of that was relationship-based. But I, I thought, you know, for someone who soft-spoken, didn't really beat his chest, I, I, I thought it was about as good as we could have expected from him. Yeah, I, I, my issue with um, with Gavin, I guess, is not. I don't really have an issue with his game. I think one of the one of the coolest things, uh, you know, Rick mentioned in it was Gavin never got his name written down. Yeah, not once. 
and that is a that is something that I would love to see somebody play the game of Survivor that way and win. It's just it has to be so damn hard because if you're playing like to win, like I think that it's too it's too in the shadows of a game to win if you're up against anybody with a sexy resume, which Chris <laughs> had, and if you make your resume sexier, you're going to get votes. So right. it's it's to be able to do that and win, I think would be the ultimate survivor feat. So part of me was rooting for Gavin in that. Um, I I don't know if that's ever happened. I'm sure it has. Um, but you know, I, I God, I that would that's a game that I want to see. That's the game that I hope that I could play on the on Survivor. Yeah. Uh, is is you're one of the only people I know that could approach that. So hopefully we get you on the show and we can we can see you get past day three and your sunburn. Yeah. Oh um, God. Gavin. Uh, I was thinking about the bugs, not being able to cut my toenails, I, and I'll the water. <laughs> oh, man. Able to cut your toenails. And the fruit. You're the and only the person who's, uh, oh, that's probably happened before, luxury item is toenail clippers. Yeah. Well, I, I would I would seriously go to a doctor and get a um, get a prescription for my toenail clippers and tell them that I needed it. <laughs> that's not a bad idea. Yeah. yeah. It's the only way. Um, I have to say, I'll just put it out there, Gavin, when... Uh, I forget. Oh man, I'm gonna screw this up. How how it was teed up, um, but Chris saying Chris said something, and Gavin was like, "Well, if you're talking about playing the traditional game of Survivor, you're talking about surviving for the entire season and not getting voted out." Oh man, I was fully torqued. I was Ron Burgundy in in the newsroom. Like that's an illusion. I was so into that line and so happy that that he got a zinger in because it just seemed sort of off brand for him to just like dagger someone like that. Right. Yeah. He's like, hey, let's let's talk about the fact that this guy went home before the merge. Right. Like a you while know? before the merge. Though I do think that there's just like generally speaking, it's like it's it's a tough position for, for me to take, given how much I love Devons. Yeah. He had the same set of circumstances. Yeah, so that, so that's a good it's point. Just, that I was... It's just tough to it's tough to sit on 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 both sides of that fence. Yeah, you, I was gonna say, uh, and also just in addition to this, you, you could lead the show because that was my other my other take that I was proud of. Like well, all of you people that are pissy about Chris but wanted Rick to win, uh, you're kind of fucking hypocrite. So shut up. Yep, 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 yep. Yeah, you could you could be pissy that that that, uh, that Devons didn't win, but don't for a second say that it's Chris doesn't deserve because he went to Extinction Island. Right. That can be you know they're they're you, you can't be doing both of that, mm-hmm. Tim. <laughs> did you think at any point in time that there was a chance that I won't even say when that, that Jules is going to get a vote not after they called her out for a breakdown uh, such a good point she lost it there right yeah and I, well it's not that she broke down like I think that she could have spun that in a way um, I think I think the way for her to spin that is you know what I was in I was in a very strange place in the game. I felt like I needed something to happen, and the movement overcame me. Um, from that point, I didn't know. I knew that I was on the uh, on the bottom, at least with a lot of social relationships, and I worked very hard to mend those relationships and to make sure that I didn't get voted out after looking like I might have been a liability. And I was able to attach myself to Ron, attach myself to Lauren, who was on the other tribe, and maneuver my way all the way to the end. Uh, and, you know, that wasn't my finest moment, but I was able to recover from it. You can't take credit for a breakdown in strategy. The one thing you can't do is, well, yeah, I cried, but that was sort of part of the grand scheme. Yeah. Which I can say, <laughs> out of so one bad, side of my dude. mouth and out of the other it's side so of my mouth, bad. say, Julia might be one of my least favorite Survivor contestants in the last 10 seasons. 
Julia. Julia, yeah. Okay, I just so, want to make sure you, you know who you're talking about here because we've been mixing this up all season. Up. Um, yes, Julia. Okay. Because okay. she was butt hurt. She's been butt hurt. So she's probably still butt hurt. I didn't watch the reunion yeah. because I was a little fed up. <laughs> it's so funny that I sit here and I like stand up for Chris and like defend him, but I was so fucking butt hurt after he won that I, for the first time and probably since we've been doing the show, I didn't watch the the reunion. <laughs> That Devin, that is so on brand for you. I love it. I love it. That's <laughs> oh, so true. And I and I like so you know. In hindsight, I could say I was looking at it with rose-colored glasses, but I like did try to convince myself that uh, Rosenberg could win the game. Even even before the, like, w- at what point did you get off that train? Oh, when she was like, "Well, crying was a strategic maneuver that I that okay, I played okay, as a mother okay. of three who was yeah. just an emo- admittedly overly emotional person." Yeah. So I yeah, I will I will say I thought that she had a chance going into that final tribal. I had forgotten about her breakdown. Right. Uh maybe it's a hindsight's 2020, but that's a tough thing to overcome, especially as publicly and as epically as it happened. Um yeah, I it there's really not a lot coming back from that. And they like cut to Ron at one point during that and he was kind of like, "Oh, baby." <laughs> yeah. And it was like there he lost she lost his vote. I felt like and you know that that then it just snowballed. Yeah, and I mean, I I do, I don't I don't think she deserved to win. I do I do think she deserves a little bit more credit than she's going to go down as getting. Um, she's looking like somebody who had a a breakdown and was dragged to the final tribal. Mm-hmm. She won two immunities. Yeah, she maneuvered a social game. I think well. She voted out Joe. Um, you know, she actually yeah, she did turn on Joe. I believe. Mm-hmm. You know, she 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 made some moves in this game, and she had a bad one, sure, but. Uh, you know, I'm not. I'm not going to hold it against her greater game. She's someone I think, uh, who I don't. I I would doubt would be back, but oh, I wouldn't yeah. hate to see her back. I'd like to see her kind of. I think she might be someone who would benefit from another time playing the game. But uh, I don't. I don't expect she'll be back. I don't think she'll um, be back. Friend of the friend of the friend of the cast though oh. might be having her on. Yeah, yeah. Well, I so first things first. I would say I. 110% thing. She would be a new player the next time. And the thing that would undo her is the, yeah, well, as a former contestant. Because <laughs> oh, I yeah. think she might suffer from a little bit of that. But I, I I mean, I fully think she would be just like, she. there's like the potential, like a strong potential that she's just like a black widow the next time she comes in. And she's like, look, at, I don't even talk to any of those mofos from last time I was on the show. So I'm going to just slit your throats and laugh about it afterwards. Right. Um, friend of the show? Friend of the pod, uh, still awaiting uh, her to respond to the invitation to Beyond the Pod. So, uh, you know, the, the the Twitter masses, please throw Jay Rosenberg 212 some uh, some love and tell her to get on on God Nothing For You. Yeah, just uh, hit her with a little bump. Yeah, give her bump a bump. On this last, uh, bump on this last email. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, your thoughts on the season overall? Um if you're if you're comfortable with it, where it stacks up generally uh, in in all of the seasons that you've seen, I thought that entertainment wise it was a great season. I thought especially post merge, shit was just going down left and right. Mm-hmm. Uh, Devin's kind of put a little jolt in the whole the whole thing and, and allowed us to kind of you know sometimes from like eight to five it can get a little lame just because yep. things are settled. Um, so entertainment wise, great. I hope to never see Extinction Island again. <laughs> Yeah, I think that's about right. Yeah, okay. I, I mean, so Dalton Ross usually has a good point about letting people back in the game sort of cheapens it a little bit, um, which I think 
if I have to be pro or against that take, like if it's just the black and white world, I'm probably pro that take. I did like, uh, was it Redemption Island where they, there was like the arena and if you kept winning, you got to stay in the game. Yeah. Oh yeah. I, I love that. That was also all pre-merge. So it was right. over at the merge. Right. So I, I enjoyed that. Um, but outside of that, I, I can't really get behind this, this anymore. I'm, I'm, I'm up for the other twists, but as it stands, I think I, I more or less agree with you. Um, I was happy that previously we had a an all you know a vanilla all all newbie season. I always like those. I always enjoy those. Um, this one a little less so than, than the previous one. I would say maybe slightly subpar of a season in terms of like the gameplay, but the entertainment value was was up there for me. Dude, I I I couldn't agree more. Uh, and the it's 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 always a strange dynamic with uh, old and new mixing, now and tack on the other theme. Uh, you know, we we should have expected a, a, a peculiar season. I think it's what we got, but 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 it delivered on the entertainment scale, one hundred percent. And next season, I don't even want to talk about next season. Season forty. The rumor is it's all winners. See, we're not we're not talking about season thirty nine. So I mean, that's we'll lit. Do, we'll do the season, lit. but I just want I just want to throw this out there because this is more exciting than actually. Uh, Robin Sandra back. Are they in? So, so uh, the the confession I have is because I didn't watch the reunion. I have no idea what the next season is. I have read that potentially they were going to be a part of the season as like tribal advisors. It looks very strange. So it they're looks, not playing. It looks like you can go to this Robin Sandra Arena where they stand like the uh, Legends of the Hitting Temple <laughs> and in deep dark voices say so you can it's basically like um like Ghost Island where you could you can wager something versus advice so it's like therapy but with a wager is kind of what it seems like um and maybe there's some clues maybe it's just Robin Sandra talking you through the, the dynamics and telling you exactly what you need to do which low key I'm going to love I'm going to love it uh, just cuz they're they're legends of the game um I hope someone's a Yankee fan and Rob just like gives him bad advice. Oh my god! Could you imagine if they betrayed their oath? <laughs> their you think oath? they'll make them make make an oath of uh, of honor that they'll give people sage wisdom? Like, I would be someone... so into the season starting with them. Like <laughs> Jeff, like has like all of their like previous torches in front of them, and they have to swear on those torches, like the, to the good of the game, that they'll give solid advice. <laughs> <laughs> I would I would also love if they just didn't do that and then were just clowning on somebody as they left the island. It's like they just make it like Hollywood Squares where like the person like might give you the right answer but they might just be fucking with you. Yeah, 100%. I cannot cannot wait. That'll be a that'll be a fall. So we'll have a few months a few months of some dead time. Yeah, so they're, we'll come they're up two some, of my cool favorite favorite castaways, so I um I mean, I'm excited to see them. And the rumored cast list I saw for 40 with the with the all uh, all champion season, um, they they were both on it. Um, the most interesting dynamic there, and it's probably going to screw them over. Uh, Rob's wife is on the season as well. Oh, awesome! Yeah, Amber Amber has won the game before, so she's uh, she is coming back. Pat, uh, I would be remiss if I didn't ask you for your power move of the season. Wow. Which I'm sure you didn't think about, but... <laughs> no, I sure did not. Um, so I am going to talk in this long-winded breath as I think and and try and make more time. The best part about making you go first is that as you do these things, I get to think about it, and then um, 
And then just come right out and be like, oh, minus. Da, da, da. <laughs> I, which I say just as a good friend to try and buy you a little bit more time. Yeah, thank you. Um, I'm going to give it to Gavin for whispering to Victoria. No, I am going to go maybe a little bit of recency bias here just because it's, it's tough to think of something on the spot, which I never do. I always prepare. Is I've got to go with Chris making fire. It, it's a move that I, I just... It, it, if it backfires, it's dumb. He regrets it forever. He thinks, what if somebody else beat him? Could I have still won? It was a, it defined, it, it was a power move and a power episode for Chris. Uh, so I got to give him, give him that for making fire. Okay. Uh, surely there might be, there's probably a better one out there, but that one, that one's certainly the, the newest and well, freshest. I'm going to come to the table right away and say that mine is not the better one. Uh, because it ended up not working out. Those are the best power moves, Devin. We all know that. I was impressed, and it's something that I always think about, and it never happens. I was impressed with the sheer amount of time that Lauren held on to her idol for. And she got bamboozled, and she played it for Chris. But nobody knew she had it, except, I guess, Kelly. Uh, which... She didn't want to tell anyone, and she didn't, except for in like a moment of weakness, telling Kelly, who's like her best friend. And it almost felt like, in a weird way, that came back to bite her in the butt, because I think she felt like she needed to make a big display of it, and that's uh, a contributing factor to her playing it for Chris and ultimately screwing herself over. Nonetheless, she held on to it for a really yeah. long time. That self restraint is, is was impressive to me, and I hope I just like want that to happen one time, and then like. Everyone's like, there's no chance she has an idol. She's been on the chopping block like five times. And then at the last one, she's just like, boom, I'm in the final four. Let's go. Yeah. And to to give her a little bit of credit, if if Chris doesn't have an idol and Rick doesn't find another immunity idol and she's somehow able to beat Rick Devins then at the the four, or Devins still goes home at the four, I think she wins the game. Yeah. Voting out Victoria, slamming down on, uh, on Chris, and then getting Rick out of there. I... Power move for sure. She went for the win. Just didn't 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 pull it off. Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, I think I think all, all strong points, strong points all season. Um, Pat, it was a it was a blast, man. Uh, I, I, Great you know, season. Sounds like we might have a side zone coming up, so we'll keep everyone posted on yep. that. Uh, we will send out an email. Uh, all of you hated the stupid fantasy game anyway, uh, so I will send out an email with the results, and you can keep your critiques to yourself. Just We're gonna have a new a new one next year. And yeah. it's gonna be lit. Yeah, yeah. We're, we are workshopping. We appreciate your advice. Uh, that, yes. that, that I will relay over to Patrick as well. Um, so uh, we will have a new better better game, and we will announce the winners, and maybe have you on the side zone as a as a pilot, and then if you're good enough, maybe you'll you'll come on the the judgment season. The judgment season, just as a last aside for the um, is that what it's called? Sorry, judgment season. I meant judgment episode where we just judge the headshots. Oh, for the, I thought you were. I thought like Rob and Sandra were judging people. I was like, "That's a lit title." Yeah, let's go. No, for the uh, for the champions one, that's gonna be a really fun one. But um, maybe we will have the winner on the on the judgment episode of the podcast next season. Um, oh yeah, that'd be a fun reward. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see if they want to do it. Um, <laughs> Depends on who wins. We got nothing for you, Patrick. Uh, we'll talk to you guys next time. Bye bye. <laughs>